Welcome to Right on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. everyone welcome back to right on track i am so excited to be joined by a very special guest today please welcome josh kenny hey josh hey uh thanks for having me on i'm super excited i am so excited you are joining me today how are you uh i'm doing great um it's a little gloomy today or it was today but um we inside we all cozy now so pretty good <laughs> yeah yeah I am definitely getting the winter cold up here in Pittsburgh which is ironic because I just released a Christmas single called winter cold so the cold is coming but I'm so excited you're joining me I cannot believe we're coming down to the end of the year do you have any plans for the holidays um yeah just spend time with family loved ones uh, my fiance all that good stuff and open up some presents and eat a lot of good food um i like going to family dinners because people be bringing the good old home-cooked casseroles and it's just i look forward to that believe it or not i think i'm getting a little old because <laughs> i'm i'm excited about the food more than the presence but yeah and get some time off and just you know chilling and not really thinking about nothing else but just having a good time and that's what we all need we need a little bit of that oh yeah for sure yeah i feel like this year especially has been insane. It's been a great year, but I too am ready to just, you know, spend time with family and relax for sure. Well, I'm so excited you're joining me today. We have lots to talk about, but before we dive into specifics, can you share with the listeners a little about yourself and how you got started in music? Yeah, so I didn't really start off your your normal typical singer. Like I didn't come from a family of singers. I actually didn't come from a family of singers at all. Uh, my mom sang a little in like church, but that was about it. And I honestly, me thinking back to when I um, was a kid, I don't remember ever singing at all or even having an interest in singing. It was just sports. It was all the way up till about 14 years old. Um, I just randomly sparked an interest in wanting to play guitar. I always thought music was cool like learning instruments and stuff. So I learned guitar at 14. And then shortly after that, uh, I wrote my first song when I learned the first few chords. And I would literally say from then, from then on, I have just been grinding and just continuing to get better at writing songs, writing with other people. And whenever I turned about 18-ish that summer, I saved up as much money as I could to get one of my songs produced for the first time, which was, which was my dream, just to get one song out. That was produced decently, and we got that. I wrote a song called Oceans, and we produced it. And whenever I released it, it did pretty good, but I had no clue I was going to get a call from a small label called Birmingham Entertainment. And shortly after that, a few phone calls, a signed contract later, we ended up striking up a deal. and. I signed with that little small label. And from then on, we've just been slowly grinding. I've been through artist development and all that stuff just to get, you know, a, to be a better artist and to be better at my craft. Just so I'm more presentable, you know, polished up a little bit. 
That's perfect. I love how when you released that first single that kind of kicked things off for you unexpected. I found a lot of the coolest moments of any career, especially in music, are the unexpected things. So that's really awesome. That worked out so well for you. As a songwriter and as you continue to develop your craft, what do you find is one of the main sources of inspiration for your music? Most of the times for me, I'll hear a certain song or a certain sound in a song that kind of just sparks like interest in me writing about something like that song. Um, for instance, like Seven Summers came out from Morgan Wallen and I kind of wrote a song that same vibe. And it, that's just kind of how I do it um, sometimes. And then sometimes um, I'll just sit down with an acoustic guitar and just strum until I can get a good melody in some chords together and once I get that melody down I hum it in my hum it in my voice memos in my phone and then once I do that I'll I'll kind of turn those um melodies and hums into words and kind of do it the old-fashioned way writing a song that way it's hard for me to do it that way because I'm a little ADHD sometimes uh actually most of the times I am and it's super hard for me to finish songs like that but I get it done somehow and um it helps when you write with another person too, if you have ADHD, to have some um, ideas bouncing off each other. I think it's awesome how you tend to start with the musical side and then go to the words, because that's actually opposite for me. I tend to start with lyrics because I'm very story driven when I write. But I completely agree that when you get into collaborations and bounce ideas off another writer, it can open so many different doors for that inspiration and that song to evolve. And I think it just takes pressure off because I found sometimes when I'm writing solo, sometimes I'll get stuck. And sometimes like if I'm working on a song for a really long time, I'll lose kind of the magic if I work at it for so long. So sometimes it's nice to have somebody else to share that song with and say, hey, is this good? Are we going to finish it? Or should we just set it aside and move on to something else? So having that other person to kind of give you validation and also to kind of balance out your own ideas is awesome. Yeah, that's a good point. Like just whenever you go into the writing with somebody else, it's like right when you get stuck, they'll always say something or hum something. And you're like, wait a second that was perfect. And then you'll kind of do something and they'll tweak it. That's, that's such the, that's like the perfect example. Mm -hmm, For sure. So I read that I thought it was really interesting that you tried to do some genre blending with country and pop, which is exactly my style as well. So can you share a little about your genre influences and what you love so much about country and also pop to want to bring those genres together in your own music? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, whenever I grew up, I listened to a lot of pop music. Even living down south, I just listened to a lot of pop. Um, but I also had a bunch of country music getting flooded into me because you would walk into grocery stores, just country music. There's like three huge country stations down here. There's a lot of country music, obviously. Um, so it's kind of the only thing I know, if if that makes sense. Just um, like country music, I have a lot of that, but I also listen to a lot of pop. And one of my biggest influences growing up um, 
I guess you could say, it was Florida Georgia Line. And they just had that country pop element to them a little bit. And I feel like I listened to like Samba and all of them, and they have that country pop-ish feel. And it's kind of just like the only thing I know, the only way I know how to write. And kind of, that's what I vibe with. It's just country pop-ish music. So, and especially when you're in the studio, I'm always like, can you have like a snap instead of just like a snare hit? <laughs> something like that, you know, just to give it a little bit more um, urban feel. But sometimes I like just going straight country and traditional. It's just, it's just kind of what I feel the song needs. Um, but uh, definitely in today's society, um, it's for sure, country radio, you got to use that country pop element because they love that on radio. Yeah, for sure. I love what you said there about doing what the song needs. That's really, really important. And also how mm -hmm. the genre is, the country genre is going a little more commercial and has that pop sound. And there are definitely very traditional country songs still, but I feel like a lot of the mainstream artists now are bringing in that contemporary sound. And mm -hmm. I, I completely love your point about, you know, focusing on what the song needs in a studio because I'm the same way. Like, I, like you, grew up listening to a lot of pop music, and I didn't really start listening to country until I was in college. Like, um, mm -hmm. maybe, like, five, six years ago is when I really started to listen to it. And even though I feel like my songs are primarily pop and some have more of a country flavor there are some songs like one of mine i hope you know you're lucky is very traditional country sounding which is different than most of my other songs and i think in today's like world i think it's awesome that so many artists are blending genres and trying out different things because it keeps music fresh it keeps me interested personally like trying out different vibes and sounds and right. talking about different messages in my songs and seeing what fits genre wise and I think audience wise too like if there's some people who just like a certain kind of music and you kind of cover multiple genres in your own music you can kind of create a wider audience for yourself and I think that even though some people really aren't a fan of the genre blending some people who are more traditional I think it's a great thing and I can't wait to see where it goes in the future oh I know the possibilities are endless uh -huh. and uh, what you're saying about, you know, like mixing the two together, whenever we went and we did, um, or me and this guy named Tom March, he's a up and coming country artist as well. Um, we went into the studio, we wrote three brand new songs and the mindset that I had going into it and he had going into it was leave genre behind and let's just make something. Let's just see what happens. And that's exactly what we did. And I have three new songs coming out. Um, I think we're going to drop the first one ar around February-ish. I'm not sure. We'll drop it like once every month after that. But these next few songs, they're completely just genreless almost. They're obviously going to have a country flavor to them. Yeah. Because that's kind of – we want to kind of stay under the country umbrella a little uh -huh. bit. It's like we're, we're definitely getting rained on because we're kind of out of it a little bit. But it's just really cool because it's the first time that – I found a producer that just agreed with me and like we literally just put our minds together and just made music and we'll, we just added anything. We didn't even try to stay under anything. We were just like, mm -hmm. let's, let's just make whatever happens. Yeah. So, and I think that's a really cool thing. And that's like a genre in itself, kind of no genre. It's, it's kind of cool just to have no limitations on what you're making. 
Yeah, no, that's really important. I think honestly, like the second you try to put yourself in a box or put a song in a box, it kind of loses the magic because you're restricting something from evolving into what it's meant to be. And so I mm-hmm. completely agree with like just letting it be and exploring and seeing what comes out of that. And I think it's awesome that you found a producer that you work with because I went through quite a journey of trying to find somebody I work well with. And once I found my producer that I've been with for three years now, it's like an amazing feeling because you go in there, you work really well together, you're on the same wavelength, you have fun. So what do you think with your producer, like what do you think is one of the main things that makes you work so well with him and feel comfortable to work with him? The number one thing is we're kind of close in age we're about 10 years difference the other ones we were like 30 35 even 40 years in difference and we just weren't on the same page most of the time like I would tell them something and then they would send me something it was just like complete opposite of like what I wanted and we really just have these same like we kind of want to help each other in a way like we can write songs for each other and it's kind of like a team effort and we'll do anything to help each other out because he's kind of the same age and he's still trying to make it. And um, that's a big thing for me. Um, it's somebody that believes in me. Um, that's kind of just the where it kind of starts. If you believe in me, then you're going to want the product to be the absolute best it can be. And you're on my team. Or at least that's what if it feels like that, then it's just like I have all the confidence I need to go in the studio and do what I need to do to make this song come to life. And then I know you're going to make the best music as possible. And I think that's what we have finally. It's been, it's been like you said, you have to kind of just jump through hoops and go to this guy. Nope, you're not it. And just keep on going to producers until you find that match. And when you finally find it, it's, it's, a, it's a cool thing. And you can kind of just stop. You don't even have to stress about it anymore. You can just have fun making music. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I love how you brought up the self-belief and having them believe in you as well because that's really important. I don't know about you, like, but a lot of my songs are very personal and I write very autobiographically and so sometimes like I want to record super vulnerable songs and you need to be at like a friendship level with somebody to be able right. to like walk in there and like wear your heart on your sleeve and record this vulnerable song and all of that and so I think it's really great to have somebody who not only knows what they're doing and is musically gifted but also somebody who you connect with on a personal level because I think like unlike a lot of other you know creative paths out there I think music is one of the most intimate because of the way it is so having a connection with somebody that you can collaborate with to bring your music to life that you can trust is really important that's yeah that's perfect yeah awesome awesome so let's shift gears a little bit I definitely want to hear about your latest single so can you share a little about never want to leave yeah so uh never want to leave is one of those songs where you you hope you and your producer are on the right right mindset and or on the same mindset and we were on this song whenever this song first came out and this was actually another producer that I used and I loved his work um but I went into this um saying I know I'm a country pop artist and we have a lot of pop stuff but when I wrote this I was like 
I don't want this to be a pop song at all. I I want this to be a traditional country song. Um, and the fact that they they let me do it and the label was like, yeah, let's do this, was just super relieving for me because it's like the song is actually going to be what I wanted it to be. And that's exactly what it was. It was a traditional country song talking about, you know, your hometown and reminiscing about, you know, all the good times you had, all the places that you remember hanging out with your buddies or your girls, whatever it is. And um, I feel like the traditional aspect of this song makes it really um, inspiring, almost kind of. Um, but it just makes it the song kind of timeless in a way. Because if you had that country pop stuff, you'll it'll kind of put a time stamp on it a little bit. Um, but having it feel this country traditional type of way, I feel like it made it timeless and it's going to, I hope it really resonates with a lot of people. And I've even heard some people talk about how they're from a big city and it still relates to them. And which is crazy. That's one of the greatest feelings ever when you get that great feedback for a song. So congratulations on that. And I really love how, oh, of course, I really love how you chose to make this traditional country because when I listened to it, like it just fit the style, like just the way like the lyrics are too and the way the melody is like I can't really imagine that song as more pop country. So I think your choice to make it more traditional country works. And I also agree with you about like the time timeless feel and how doing pop country can kind of you know make it time stamp for a certain time I think traditional country has a certain sound that will last and with a song with a message like this I think that works really well and it definitely has an inspiring quality to it so just like as a whole what do you think was the most fun part of the whole process whether that be with the writing or recording of the song and also what was the most difficult part of that creation process uh yeah the the most fun part was getting in the studio and singing it to like the the drum track and I could hear the song come to life and um I went back home I didn't hear anything he didn't send me anything to go to drive back home to and, you know, that's kind of a fun part whenever you do music. But I didn't do, we didn't get that because we had to like hire a bunch of musicians to do this. But the most fun part was getting it back and hearing the mandolin on there and just hearing how traditional it sounded. Cause I grew up listening to traditional country music and it was so rewarding to hear that. Um, and that, that was definitely the most fun part. It's just getting back to listen to it. But the most difficult was actually writing the song. And I know it seems kind of weird that this one was hard to write, but for me, writing a song that isn't about a girl is just difficult. It just really <laughs> is. That's it's just, so good. <laughs> yeah, I, for real. And it, it and that's serious. Like, I, I couldn't, every song I wrote, wrote was about a girl. And <laughs> it was just super easy, I guess, to write about a girl because obviously that's, I mean, like 90% of songs are about love. So it's just kind of the easiest thing to, to write about and most relatable. But my dad was like, hey, man, like, can you write a song that's not about a girl? Like, <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, why are you telling me what to do? Like, let me just do what I want. But when he said that, I was just kind of like, I guess, like, let's just try something. And um, I just kind of went with a hometown vibe because that's the only thing I could think of that I thought I could actually write about. And um, – I didn't really put a 
time limit on writing the song. So I just kind of wrote piece by piece. It was kind of a checklisty song. So it wasn't that hard to write, I would say. But, you know, I would like drive by and see certain things and like legit put that in the song. Like I was driving by one of the lines in the song is like a stop sign and putting a bull like bullseye in the stop sign, shooting a shooting right through it. And I literally drove by stop sign. There was a bullet hole in it sitting right beside an Alabama pond. So I literally just put that in the song. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's just like stuff like that. And um, I feel like it's a real song that I wrote. And I really wanted to make it intentional. I didn't want to write it fast at all, which is, like I said, super hard for an ADHD kid. Um, But I had to stay disciplined on this one. I was like, no, I can't just write something and write it off and just get a mediocre line. I really wanted to make every line. I wanted people to to imagine it. And I really want people to feel the song because I feel like if you're feeling a song, it makes you feel a certain way. I feel like it's completely different. The song will be like, you'll remember it for a long time and you'll always want to go back to it and listen to it. Like, Oh, I remember. I love this song, you know? So yeah, that was definitely the hardest part. Yeah. Well, I think it's really awesome that you kind of took that leap and wrote about something different because that just makes your music more diverse with the messages and what you can write about. And I think it's really cool because sometimes it's easier to write about those super relatable things that, Mm -hmm. you know, like relationships, love, whatever, like those kind of things. But I think stepping away from that and writing something different just proves like, hey, like I could write something different. And in the future, like maybe you'll continue to explore various topics to give your music that variety. And I also think it's really cool how you were mentioning it you know being tied to the emotion and wanting people to feel it I think that's like the greatest thing that we can wish for with our music is you know like you can listen to a song with an amazing vibe amazing lyrics but if you don't feel anything the next day you're not going to remember anything about that song and so I think like writing a song with it in mind of you know, making it have this very deep emotional attachment and really taking your time with it and writing it with intention. I think that really comes out. And I think that this is a song that, you know, definitely connected with me when I listened to it. I loved it. And I think that other people will definitely feel that emotion. And it's definitely one of those songs that people will remember because of the emotional attention you gave it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm glad you actually listened to it. and. Some people will go on interviews and they don't even listen to it. (laughs) So So for any other artists listening who may be struggling in any area of chasing their songwriting or artistry dreams, what advice would you give them from your own experiences? Um, Definitely just stay at it. Never, never give up or get discouraged. I mean, a lot of people say this and it's, You'll get a hundred or uh, ninety-nine no's before you get one yes, or a hundred no's before you get one yes. And honestly, that's never been more true. So, it, it, at least in my case, I don't know if anybody gets a yes right off the bat or not. But you really have to work, and um, it's kind of like how bad do you want it? Because there's a million other artists probably trying to do exactly what you want. That can be discouraging to hear, but um, if you put your foot down and just work and getting better at writing. Meeting people, connecting with people, writing with people, you're only going to open up more opportunities with yourself or for yourself. 
And um, you never know what meeting that person could lead to. And it's because, and I'm saying that I have experience because I just got off a phone call with uh, Peachtree Entertainment, which is a booking company that's going to give me more opportunities. You just have to meet people, connect with people, be intentional when you're meeting them uh, because it sucks, but connections is the name of the game when it comes to music. And I'm kind of saying this all, and this is like in my case, connections is the name of the game. You have to just believe in yourself before, because if you don't believe in yourself, then you're never going to ever get to where you want to be. So just be disciplined, be focused, work hard, but enjoy enjoy the ride while you're doing it as well. Yeah, for sure. Lots of great advice. I cannot agree more. I think it's really important to work hard because even if you have people on your team, you're the center of your music career. So you need to work hard. You need to do everything with intention, make genuine connections and believe in yourself because I completely agree that the most unexpected connections lead to things and if you continue to be present with people and sustain relationships you never know so lots of incredible advice so we are coming down to the end of 2022 which is ridiculous like this year went by so fast but it was amazing what plans do you have in stone for 2023 so for 2023 uh I'm I'm planning on it being one of or the best year I've had so far. So I, I met with this new producer. So we're gonna have a, a bunch of songs come out. We're just gonna write and release like probably a song a month. We're not gonna release an album, but probably just a song a month. And just honestly, my favorite songs I've ever written. So I cannot wait to share those with everybody. Um, and then we also have some some shows booked. Um, January 6th, I believe. I think we got this in date. I'll be playing in Chattanooga, Tennessee um, at Whiskey Cowgirl. So y'all can come out and check me out there. I'll start at like 8 o'clock. And then we're going to be booking a lot more shows throughout the whole year. And hopefully every other weekend or every weekend, I'll be traveling around the Southeast or um, the Northeast, whatever it is. So just, I'm really going to, like I was saying earlier, like, I'm going to work hard to get more connections and try to build my resume and get out there. Cause I feel like I'm on the edge. Like I'm so close to kind of breaking a little bit and getting out there a little more. So we have a lot of planned and there'll be a lot more come out. Um, even from what I'm saying now. So there'll, there'll be a lot more announcements. So, but if y'all follow me at Josh Kenny official on Instagram, y'all can, y'all can see everything. Fantastic. Well, that was going to be my last question. Where can people find you? <laughs> you just yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Facebook is Josh Kenny Music and TikTok is Josh Kenny Music as well. But um, Instagram is Josh Kenny Official. So, and also, my last name's weird. It's, it's K I N N E Y. A lot of people will go straight to the K E N N Y and they'll never find me. Um, but that's yeah, that's it. I really do need to add that because nobody can never find me. <laughs> Awesome. Josh, well, thank you so much for joining me. It was awesome having you on the show. I cannot wait to see what 2023 has in store for you. Good luck with everything. Listeners, thank you so much for listening to this episode with Josh. And of course, until next time, stay stay right right on on track. track.